So he said, put a pause on that order. You're not opening that company with the name Elite. And I cried, Mark, I cried. I literally cried. I was so exhausted. I had to spend months and months and months trying to figure out URLs and colors and fonts and, and branding. And he's like, we're going to do an exercise for the next month. You're going to go to your best friends and best clients, and you're going to ask them to describe you. Welcome to Elements of Styles, the business podcast that trades in scarce thinking for community, conversation, and ideas in abundance. Each week, I, Mark Styles, sit with professionals and entrepreneurs, both local and global, and learn how they each add value to their communities, their partners, and their teams. Please enjoy. Hey, folks, welcome back to Elements of Styles. Today, I'm grateful to have Susanna Murphy of Alante Real Estate. Susanna is a real estate professional broker, owner, and entrepreneur, and marketeer. Hey, Susanna, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mark. Thanks for having me. So tell me about that. What is the brand, the persona of Alante? First of all, what's it mean? Alante means when you knock on a door in my country, where I'm from, in Spain, um, they greet you by saying Alante, which means move forward um literally um so we we i chose the name of alante for many different meanings but one of them is because i like the idea of moving you forward um in a positive sense right real estate ha has so many hurdles that you have to overcome and i like the idea of thinking that we we move you forward like we make it happen we are proactive we are problem solvers we are positive thinkers in addition to, you're not just a number to us. You're not just a transaction. We move you forward. We want to move your entire family. And we want to continue to be there for you for many, many different uh, life-changing events that involve real estate for you. I love it. It has that dual meaning of move forward, you know, sharp elbows, keep pushing, keep going, but welcome into my home, right? Keep exactly. moving forward and into my home. I never knew very that. welcoming. Yeah, very welcoming. I love it. I love it. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It's kind of fun sometimes when you figure out what the meaning of a brand is, right? It's not just a name, but there is actually a story, there is a meaning behind it. So tell us how you figured it out. How did you figure out the branding? Because you you started it with one mindset, I bet, and then it's evolved over. How how long have you been doing this? First of all, let me ask you that. Oh, we're about to celebrate 10 years in business on April 1st. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. So how did you come to the brand and how did you get buy-in from all of your team on the yeah. same, rowing in the same direction? Yeah. So this is actually a great question. And this is a story that I, I truly haven't spoken to that many people about. So you, you'll enjoy this. Um, I was formerly with a franchise. I was a Remax agent. Um, and at that time, I felt that when it came to technology and marketing, I brought uh, a, a lot more knowledge. I went to school for marketing to the table. Um, and I wanted to just, just do it on my own. I felt that there were many missing links from a franchise at some point, and I wanted to start a boutique company so that I could truly power 
the sales with really, really good marketing campaigns. That's what I enjoy doing, right? And um, but I also wanted to elevate the 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 benchmark in the industry. I wanted to the, the standard to 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 be raised and to go up. So um, when I first set up to open this boutique company, I was thinking, okay, well, we're gonna be uh, sort of better and i don't mean better into i'm better than you but we're just gonna do better marketing better brochures better marketing campaigns better customer service better culture within the company i just wanted to elevate everything so much that the very first name of my company that i came up with was elite um and i was going to call alante real estate elite and then a very brilliant man his name is mark davison and he is the guru in the real estate industry when it comes to marketing. Um, he is in Portland, Oregon. He has a very well-established uh, PR and advertising agency called 1000 Watt. And um, I reached out to him. I sort of knew him via social media, but not really personally. And I was, Mark, I was ready to place the order for the signs, the website, like thousands of dollars, right? To, to launch this new company. And something inside of me said, just reach, reach out to him. He built Sotheby's, Remax, like the big major brands, right? Just reach out to him and run it by him and see what he thinks. And I DM'd him on, on Facebook and I said, Mark, you don't really know me. Feel free to ignore my message right now. This is Thanksgiving Eve, right? He's probably with his family thinking, who is this crazy lady DMing me? <laughs> I said, but I'm about to do something major. I'm a single mom and I'm about to open a company in real estate, um, no partners, doing it on my own. And this is my idea and I'm going to go for it. But I sort of want your blessing. Don't ask me why, but I sort of want you to like, tell me what you think. And he literally said, hey, Susanna, do you have a minute to jump on a phone call? And I literally went to my kitchen, poured myself a glass of wine because I was so nervous to be talking to him. And I go, you sure. And I got on a call with him and he said, tell me why you chose elite. And I said, what I just told you, I want to elevate the standard. I want to raise the bar for the industry. I want the consumer to get better, the agents to get better. And he said, well, I'll tell you what, the brand of your company is the persona that comes from you. And I only know you from social media. And what I know of you is the opposite of elite. You are a Latin woman. You are warm. You are hospitable. You are always wanting to help your community. You are a mom that devotes herself to her kids. You are passionate. He said, that's not elite. Elite is, is a cold word. It's, it's a symbol of elitist you are there and we're here we're better than you and you're the opposite you're always wanting to help everybody so he said put a pause on that order you're not opening that company with the name elite and i cried mark i cried i literally cried i was so exhausted i had to spend months and months and months trying to figure out urls and colors and fonts and and branding and he's like we're going to do an exercise for the next month. You're going to go to your best friends and best clients, and you're going to ask them to describe you. Oh, I love it. And once they describe you, you're going to give me the list of all those adjectives. And that will be Alante. 
that's how you start your company. Your company comes from your heart. The brand is you. And that's how you build it. So that's how we came about with Alante. So the entire persona of the company. Hold on. Pump the brakes. <laughs> tell, me, tell me what it was like going out to those 20 people. I mean, nobody likes to ask that question. Do you like to, I mean, who wants to reach out to past clients and said, would you, you know, I'm doing this exercise. Would you give me the one word that comes to mind or the two words that come to mind when you have to describe me? But the most amazing thing is literally out of everyone that I asked, there was about three or four words that everyone coincided. And that, become, that becomes your core values. Right. So unbeknownst to me, you know, when people are saying leadership or passionate, passionate was in every single person's word. So we're like, okay, we're building a best passionate and we are passionate. So that was the difference, right? Like I wanted to raise the bar and I chose a lead, but he's like, but you're not a lead. You're passionate about raising the bar. That's a very different, a passionate is warm. A lead is cold. Right. Right. But passionate real estate doesn't work either. That's not going to land well on a lot of people. They're going to be like, oh, okay. Passionate real estate. Okay. So how did now, you land on Alante? So Alante, uh, you know, we, I trial many, many, many different names uh, that I thought were symbolic of the meaning of the brand. And then when it came time to finding the URLs, they were all taken. So um, we, uh, I think we, I just like wrote a, a long list of names and I will fetch them to my friends. And I will say, do any of your, these names resonate with what we're trying to build? And it's funny because one of my top agents at the company, Kim Hanlon, she works in Cape Cod. And she used to be my friend before I opened the company. And she remembers to this day having that long list of names at the kitchen table with her kids and her husband. And they'll all be, what do you guys think? This one, this one. And, and then my friends will send me their top choices. Um, and then I remember there was a, there's a broker in the South Shore. Her name is Sharon McNamara with Boston Connect. And I remember at that time, her and I were very well connected and I sent the name to her um, and she said, I love it. I, I like really, really like it. I think it's, it's you. And uh, run it by Mark. Mark said, I think it's brilliant. It starts with an A. And then the, the mark of the company, which is the door knocker was easy because it, it all flowed together because Alante is you knock, right? Knock, knock, Alante. So we're like, okay, we need to do a, a door knocker. That's our symbol, that's our mark. And the design of the door knocker is my hometown flag. So I took the hometown cool. flag from my hometown and that's what the door knocker is. Very cool. I love stories like that, right? I, I can only imagine sitting around the table with this name list. It's like when you're having a kid. What do you think of all these names? Like it's so important. It's birthing, it, it, I mean, opening a company you know, it's truly birthing another child. The love, the love that goes into seeing it grow and all the falls of the child, right? And and learning to to 
do better and be better and nurture your baby and grow your baby. It truly is. Um, I mean, sleepless nights, you name it, is expensive. It truly is like having another kid, you know? And you need to care for it that same passionate, loving way. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Owning a business is truly not for everybody. And the thing about real estate, I, I went to, uh, I worked out with a trainer and I was at the gym yesterday and my trainer said, the next person that's coming after you wants to get into real estate. Would you talk to him? And I said, sure. And uh, the, 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 the kid came in to work out and said, um, I'm so excited to meet you. I want to get into real estate. And I said, why? And he said, I, I just, I think I'll do really well. And I asked him, I said, do you want to own a business? Or do you just want a sales job? Because that's the difference. You have to make a distinction. If you want to own a business, you will be in the top 5% of real estate agents. If you just want a job, you will be in the 95. And the decision starts today. So if you want to be in the 95, you're going to join a team or you're going to be a buyer agent to someone, if you want to be in the 5%, then you got to learn to run a business. Everything from operations to marketing, to advertising, to branding, you're going to be your own business within another brand. And I think that's the distinction that a lot of realtors don't perhaps think about. They want to get a real estate license, but you will never make it to the top 5% unless you run it as a business. And who do you turn to to help them with that? Like what, you know, you mentioned um, Mark Davison marketing, right? Obviously, like, here we go. Let's have a conversation with Mark. But what about that business development, that that um, incubator style of, okay, I got to put a third away for taxes because that's going to cripple me if I don't do that. I got to put a third back into marketing because I got to look forward. And then I got to put a third you know, in a profit, because I gotta, I gotta live. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've been, uh, for better or for worse, I've stayed uh, a strong listing and selling agent myself. And I am one for two reasons. Number one, I like to build a sales team knowing that they know I do what they do. So if I'm coaching them on open houses, they know I'm doing them. If I'm coaching them on contract negotiations, they know I'm doing it. I don't think I will ever feel comfortable running a sales team myself and preaching something I'm not doing. I'm yeah. not that type of person. So for that reason, I like to be a working, uh, you know, food on the ground broker. But for what you're saying, when you're starting a company and you don't have a partner or you're not funded, right? You need to fund it some, somehow. And that came from me. So for me, it was a matter of, do I need, X number of money for payroll. Well, Susanna, you got to go and sell X number of homes because this is what we got to do to grow the company. Um, so it, it comes with a level of sacrifice. You do leave, you know, I always tell people, if you, if you want to be a millionaire in real estate, don't be a broker. That's, that's really not where you're going to make your money. Your love needs to come not from being money motivated. I think I would have always set, made more money financially if I stayed as a top selling agent, but my heart 
leads with knowing that I'm helping other agents build these amazing careers in real estate. And also that I'm, I'm building something, right? I mean, to me, it's pretty amazing that I can sit at a bar in the South Shore and the back of my phone is my door knocker for my company and someone at the bar can go, I know that company. 10 years ago, it didn't exist. And now it's created and it has grown to have a really good reputation in our state. So that to me fills my heart, makes me feel like I have a purpose here. I love that so very much. And it's uh, it's refreshing too. Um, how do you know you and your team find clients to help? Um, a lot of our clients come from, and I know this is cliche, and everyone says word of mouth and referrals, but we don't actually invest. I, I pulled out of Zillow probably over five years ago, so we don't do paid uh, leads. Um, we I am building a YouTube channel, so that's helping uh, right now because, it, and I'm going to put this out on the podcast because I'm trying to get through these to as many agents as I can. If you're not on social media and you're not doing videos and you don't have a YouTube channel, it was like getting into real estate 15 years ago and not having a website. Nobody cares about your website right now. Nobody's ever going to find your website right now. But when they Google you, they're going to find your social media platforms. They're going to find your YouTube channel. So you got to learn to be comfortable and confident enough to put your knowledge, whatever that knowledge is. You don't have to be like everyone else, but you must know something, whether it is about your community or your trade, put it out there because that's the fastest way to build trust. It used to go from resumes to websites and now it's social media. So we do get a lot of business through, uh, through that way, as well as Mark, we've been, lucky enough to have one of the we are the highest ranked real estate company in the south shore and upper cape cod on google reviews we have you know tremendous five-star google reviews from our past clients and guess what people go and look for vendors google and youtube so, so, so i'm gonna i'm gonna jump script here folks and for those uh loyal listeners you know this is typically where we start to wrap, but we're not wrapping here, but I'm going to ask it now. Anyhow, Susanna, your ideal client experiences Alante and the team and the whole experience and they get down and they're going to type into the review on Google. What does it say? They're going to say we have incredible marketing is our number one Um strength um especially if someone has sold in the past and then they hire an anti real estate they can tell the difference immediately um our systems were very very systematic mark nothing gets dropped at an ante. we follow uh a program that is is used by engineers so we're very very techy in that department and our clients really love it because we're very transparent and they know what's happening every single day to sell their home and market their home and then our customer service they know that we're full-time agents we're professional and i mean i i have an in-house team just to make the experience the best possible experience for a customer so when you take care of them and they know 
you're there for them, but not just that we sold the home, but what we did to sell the home. Like we, we went above and beyond to sell it. Then you're going to get repeat business. It's really that simple. It's not transactional. It's really not. And you can't okay. replace that with computers. I mean, unless you want to be pounding the phones for the rest of your life and doing one-offs and saying, I'm going to sell 50 this year and 50 this year. For me, that's exhausting. I knew that I wanted to build a team and a business that after so many years, the calls came to me. I want, I want warm people that want to work with me. I don't want to have to sell myself to every single person. They already know they want to work with you, either because they've experienced working with you or they felt as though they've gotten to know you, trust you, and love you on the social media where it's like, help me. Right. It's the fastest way to build trust. And no one ever uh, buys anything without first trusting, right? So how do you build trust with a stranger? There is, there is over 500 licensees just in the town of Plymouth. How many? Over 500. Wow. So how do you compete with that? Everybody has a cousin, a, a neighbor, a past real estate agent. The fastest way and the least expensive way to do it is just to talk about what you do every single day and not just the wonderful things, but also what's not working because someone will find something to resonate with you on. And then they'll go, oh, wow, she struggles going to yoga also, but she's trying every day. I like that because I'm struggling to get back into fitness. I like that. I have that in common with her. Oh, she has a Bernadoodle and she's obsessed with her Bernadoodle. Well, I am obsessed with my dog too. I like her because she likes dogs. Like find something in common. And then once you like something, you want to watch more of it. And there is a psychology behind it. The more you watch something, the more connected you feel to that product, that brand, that company, that person making it easier to then hire you is really that simple it's that simple get to know you love you trust you before you even meet them so what are some of the platforms that you would as new agents coming in and saying you know i really want to help people i know there's money to be made but that's not my primary motivation i really want to help people i just love hgtv i'm totally into this like what platform would make the most sense to be out there vertical video like reels on instagram what is it I right think now? The, the right platform is whatever your audience is so first yes. you have to figure out who is your avatar who is your customer is no, there is no such a thing as the right platform mark because i can hire a 25 year old uh agent right now and maybe her audience is on tiktok right so we're gonna talk that language we're gonna create a campaign and teach you how to work tiktok but somebody else her customer base might be on facebook so then let's learn everything about facebook i personally like instagram facebook for me is just too much chatter it's too long i don't like that and also i'm, I'm I'm very visually creative. So I like pretty things. And Instagram was built for that. So I like Instagram, but I am trying, I have been trying for a while now to, for about a year to build my YouTube channel as well. Uh, is, the, is the channel I'm least comfortable on because I don't actually think any of my people are on YouTube. 
but I know the luxury market, which is what I specialize on, is on YouTube. So I know I have to do it. So again, it, we all have a handicap. Listen, English is not my first language, right? I am not comfortable speaking on video. I, I move my hands all the time. I also am insecure like everybody else. You know, am I, is my hair okay today? Am I too shiny? Am I talking too much? Like we all have that, but they don't care. Whoever is listening to you doesn't care because that's what you look like in real life. So don't pretend to be somebody else when you go on video. You look like that every single day. Just Amen. do it. Just jump on it and start sharing something you're passionate about. I can talk about real estate all day long because I love it. Would you start a podcast? Yeah. Why not? You'd be great. Yeah. A lot of folks that I've interviewed on this talk about, I should do it on video. I should, 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 should. And it, and it brings me to the, uh, the man in the arena, you know, Teddy Roosevelt's thing. It's like, okay, so should, yes. Okay. That's your opinion, but I bet I get more people who would be willing to come on the podcast and present their story if I didn't do it on video, because people are petrified of video. So you were talking about it a little bit with YouTube, but I mean, I've had people who are frozen in crippling fear of video. Do you have advice for them or is it okay? Maybe audio and blogging is another avenue that will work for you because that's maybe where your people are, right? You're trying, your attempt is to find, meet your people where they're at, right? Yeah. Get them to you know, get to know you where they are, you know, what do you say to those people? Do you try to continue to push the square peg in round hole, you know, the imposter syndrome, get out of your comfort zone, but to it, to a certain degree, no. when do you stop? No, I think, um, this is what I believe in. Uh, when my, when my daughters were younger, I read the book and don't ask me the title because it was so long ago. Uh, but somebody in the school gave me the book because they said, we're doing it wrong as parents. We are paying attention to what they are lacking of in school. So let's just say science, you're not doing as well, or math, you're not doing as well, but you're doing really good in music and arts. We try to tell them, well, great job with that B minus or B. Let's try and get a little bit better when what we should be doing is paying attention to what they are naturally born to do if you're naturally born to be in the in 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 dance and music and you're artistic then we should be encouraging more of that forget about biology and math who cares they are never going to play in that field because that's not what they are comfortable on so i feel the same way in on social media everyone is saying video and it's true that it's important and it's the fastest way but maybe youtube is too much for you to be looking at a camera and really articulating uh, a, a subject but guess what if you can be in front of the camera you can be behind the camera so yeah. i always say start baby steps and go on stories whether it's on facebook or instagram and if you don't want to be put in the camera on your face then go and interview 
uh, the local restaurant that is opening in Marshfield next month or go and record all the beaches in the South Shore so that everyone that's relocating to the area and is searching beaches, they can find you. You don't want to be on the camera, that's fine, but record videos either way, figure out a way. You can't look at someone in the eyes, then record it interview style. Pretend someone is sitting in front of you asking you questions and just answer them and don't look at the camera. There's a hundred million ways to do it. There's a hundred million ways to do it, but you have to do it. You have to push yourself outside your comfort zone to some degree in order to really thrive and grow. Right? We're in 2023. If you don't jump on the idea of understanding that social media is never going to go away, that video is here to stay, that this is how we consume information faster and more of it than ever. If you don't adopt it, you need to get out of wanting to be in a full 100% commission sales that relies on people getting to know you, getting to trust you and getting to use you because this is the way that is going to go down. And it and it's great advice, right? You got to look yourself in the mirror and decide, am I in the right role right now? Because maybe it's not working because it's really uncomfortable and it's not where I'm supposed to be. 2023. So folks, she uh, just timestamped it. She timestamped it for us, Susanna, because uh, it can be evergreen. If you're listening to this in 2033, you know, that is where we were. I know. I wonder what we should play it back in 2033 and see, see if it's true. If you're not a social media, you'll be out in 10 years. I, I think, think it's it, going to be if you're not on Web3 and right. on blockchain, then you're not relevant. But people will be able to access this in 10 years. This is why I love this digital content. And if we can keep it evergreen, you can keep sharing it with people because you're showing them who you are right now, which is awesome. Audio only. I'm an audio guy. I talk I talk very openly about this. I'm not a strong reader. It was always really challenging for me to read. So I love listening. I absorb all of my information, listening to it and learning. Do you, from do you have a YouTube channel, Mark? I do. I do. Okay. Are you clipping these ones and putting them on YouTube? Uh, no, because we're not. I've decided that this is not video. So folks that are listening to this, you have an, a cool background right now. What tell it's me my about is my kitchen in tell my me what that is though. Who drew that? Cause it's so cool. It's actually wallpaper and it's it is. Um, residential real estate at its best. <laughs> it's really cool. So, it, kind, yeah. it, look, it looks like a European city. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah. Always on brand. Always on brands, always on brand. So you are uh, unique in that you are comfortable getting outside your comfort zone or or working outside the box. Maybe even, dare I say, there is no box, right? You don't see a box. One of the things we ask everybody who comes on to this podcast is the ultimate icebreaker pushing yourself out of your comfort zone karaoke oh gosh so um, you're willing to go you're willing to go i love the reaction with people on this one so you're willing to go on instagram reels and tell your story and this is what i'm doing and 
hard charging, but knock it up on the mic. Have you heard my accent? Uh, yes, <laughs> I have. Imagine me singing karaoke with this accent. That would well, be funny. What? No, um, the truth is, I don't think I'm a great singer, but I will definitely do it. I'll probably um, have to have a couple of shots of tequila first. Tequila, okay. Yeah, and I'll do anything after two shots of tequila, including singing karaoke. So you're next. You've got your two shots in. What are you singing? I'm going to sing probably, uh, well, who am I with? Am I with my girlfriends? Then we're definitely no. singing some ABBA. Let's, or, let's, I love ABBA. So let's, yeah. let's paint the picture. All of the, the past guests from this show, we're on, I think you're going to be episode number 116, maybe on Elements of Styles. Those guests come to an event together and they have this shared experience of having been on this show and answering this question. Now, what are you going to sing? And by the way, let me, let me caveat and put small letters on this. If you're a good singer, you ruin karaoke. That's true. That's a good point. I like that. You have, you, it, it, it's, it's meant for the amateur. You're it's too like boring. Going, I know. It's like going into a softball league and being like a major league baseball player and just like ripping the ball. Yeah. So, okay. Known fact about me. Um, I can never remember the words to any song, even in Spanish. I have no idea why. I I pretend that I know the songs, like I'll go to a concert and sing. But if anyone is truly paying attention, they'll be like, does she actually know what she's singing? But I still think I'm singing the song. So that's so why- So hold on, hold on. Let's, no let's, 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 <laughs> we got to pump the brakes on that. I got to dial Am I not getting away from this question or what? <laughs> I love, I, I, we're going to keep digging in. So- as a music fan, you enjoy the music more than thinking into the lyrics. I love it. I go to concerts all the time. I'm going to John Mayer next week. Ooh, I'm going nice. to Doug Brown, Dave Matthews. I have tickets to like seven concerts already this nice. year, but I don't remember the lyrics to I anything. And if you, you ask me a title, I'll be like, uh, what song is that? And then you play and I go, oh, I love that song. But I, I never it. remember the lyrics. I love it. So here's the solve for that. As a business owner, entrepreneur, which you are, there's always a solution, right? And that solution in karaoke is they put the words up there and then they highlight them as they come. So what are you singing? I'm gonna I'm gonna practice. I'm gonna practice this, but I think. Um... Oh God, I don't know, Mark. You got to do it. Guns against your head now. You're singing. Let's go. What are you singing? Wait, you want me to actually sing? No, 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 no. You oh. can. People have done that, by the way, but I wouldn't do that to you. I want you to visualize yourself at this event where you are going to sing. And now it's your turn. What are you singing? I'm going to pick a Queen song, probably something by Freddie Mercury. Okay. Um, and I wish I could tell you the title if I will remember the title. So How's it go? Let's get the beat go. How's it go? Where'd you hear it? One of the one of those songs that he sang in the big crowd when he got everyone to like clap for him. Not uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. No, that's uh, too difficult. That moves too we, fast. Yeah, really difficult. We are the champions. Uh, that's too like common. Not for me. Yeah. Um, Give me another one. What the wedding song one where where people all use it as you're my best friend. 
don't know. I'm going to let you off the hook, but it's going to be Queen. Okay, I got on the hook. I'm going to let you off the hook because we know we're... It's definitely a, it's Freddie Mercury, and I'm singing really loud, and I know all the words, and the crowd I mean, is clapping for me. Uh, well, that's the beauty of karaoke because okay, they. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go karaoke now. You actually they, motivated me. Good. Take your team. Take your whole team. It's a great icebreaker. You know, they're all supporting you, and know that no one's classically trained. If they were, that would be a fun team day. I like that. Do it. Do it. Let me know how it goes. Yeah. Most important question of them all, someone wants to get involved and meet you and connect with you and work with you and your team. How do they do that? Well, our website is alanterealestate.com. Alante is spelled A-L-A-N-T-E and then realestate.com. That is one way. And then obviously social media, my Social media handle on Instagram has my maiden name, so that's a little bit harder to find me, but it's Susanna and then Iguera, which is H-I-G-U-E-R-A, and then Murphy. Facebook, I think I'm just Susanna Murphy. This is what happens when you get divorced, Mark, and you try to keep the last name for your children. It gets all messed up, you know? Well, it's, um, a, it's a running theme. You're doing it for others all the time. Yeah, yeah all the my time. kids are Murphy through and through. I have a little Irish in me. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Susanna, thank you very much for sharing your stories, your wisdom and, and your laughs. It was, thank it was great. you. Yeah, this was fun. Next time we're doing it over karaoke and you're singing with me. I would do that in a second. I love it. Hey folks, this has been another exciting episode of Elements of Styles. If you enjoyed this, learn something or would love somebody to meet Susanna, forward this to them, share it with them, share it with everyone. Until next time, thank you and keep sharing. Hey, thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe on your platform of choice for a new episode each week and share this with everyone and anyone. If you have any questions or comments or have an idea for another guest, feel free to shoot me an email at mstyles at styles-law.com. That's M-S-T-I-L-E-S at styles-law.com. And if you are a real estate professional, be sure to check us out on our private exclusive Facebook page, The Real Estate School at 892 for content and Massachusetts continuing education opportunities. Be well, folks. This podcast is being provided for informational purposes only. The podcast is not a comprehensive overview of the subject and is not intended to provide legal or financial advice or an endorsement of any product or business. The views expressed by podcast guests are their own, and their appearance on the podcast does not imply any endorsement of them or any entity they represent. Please seek legal, financial, or tax advice before taking any action on the matters or products discussed herein.